Hi guys, this is uh, Ken and Echo's and over there. And I'm Echo. Okay. We're actually recording, as you'll hear later, we're recording a new opening for our show. Right. Because we decided, I'll let you, I'll let Echo carry did on. The old opening sucked. It did. Actually, the opening was pretty good. It was just the middle part wasn't it any was good. And we a, had some technical issues too. We did have some technical it, issues. It froze up on us. So we're actually going to... To uh, insert uh, this that you're hearing this, right now, you're hearing right now, and then what's going to follow is the opening part of the original show, and then following that, we're going to continue on with a whole bunch of stuff that was a lot more interesting than that the happened stuff. after the cut. <laughs> yeah, so cut. it might be a weird show, and if but it's, it's actually pretty good. So seems like something got cut off, then um, we just want to say that it did. Okay, and so truth in advertising, we're editors. We edit it. Cool. Cool. All right. Enjoy the show, and it's going to start off here in just a minute. Your fingers, like the pros do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it with my fingers. So I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold up the three, the two, and the one, and then I'll point, just like the pros do it. And I'll say. Then you'll say. Hello. Is that what you're going to say? All right. Here we go. In. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. The Echo and Ken Show. It's the Ken and Echo Show. What's the edition we're talking about this week? Um, the, Can you hand me a paper? I can't. There's see the two. Paper. Oh, there's two. We got two papers we we're going to talk about. We skipped a week because we had an absolutely outstandingly wonderful best episode I think we've ever done. Episode. You think so? It was a good episode. It was a good episode. And, you know, you need if you haven't heard it, what's, first of all, what's wrong with you? But really right. Was, if you a, live anywhere near Knox County, even if you don't even need to for that one, that do you one think people of, who don't know us or live anywhere near here could listen to our show and get something out of it? Totally, because we rock. Okay. Well, world, you should be listening to our show. Hello, world. That's from like the <laughs> what is that from? Hello, world. That's from that uh, the uh, oh what you call it the blogging software. WordPress. Yes. Hello world. Hello world. I have like made 35 WordPress blogs and they all just say, hello world. <laughs> Me too. Not that many, like five or maybe six. Okay. I just never get around to I it. I come up with great names or get ideas of great names. Yeah. And then go in and start it and then... Then we realize it's work. One time I actually made a bunch of blog posts, maybe five, mm-hmm. but then I didn't like any of them and so I deleted them all. Cool. Yeah. I usually don't even get that far. Yeah, I have a problem focusing on one, you know, and follow through. That's a problem also. I'm going to have a problem focusing this weekend because it's glasses switching time. You're getting new glasses? I have the new glasses. They're sitting on my desk. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to try again. I've, I've got bifocals, but I got with the line this time because I could not get that lineless bifocal thing. I just kept getting sick. It just was making me want oh. to puke. I don't have to have bifocals yet. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I kinda, love getting new glasses. Kinda, do you? Superhuman vision for a little while. Yeah. Mine actually don't change much anymore. So. Well, I've only had one set of new glasses. And it was superhuman vision. <laughs> I remember. Okay. First of all, before we get back to glasses, we need to do our disclaimer. We're supposed to do our disclaimer. Okay. Right. So this is... Our views and opinions, the views and opinions of Ken and Echo. Echo and Ken. Not the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel. Or anybody else, including the, uh, your local optometrist. Including the local op- 
We have a local optometrist. It's not really. I was but say, it's, if we did, it would. How did I miss that? Well, you should read your paper. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in the paper. Didn't you know that? Unless you got scooped. I right. <laughs> She's giving me that look. I got scooped today. She got scooped today. <laughs> I think it's funny. You do? Not really. I'm insane. It Anyways, is, it wait. is sad. It is sad. Back to the point, which is these are our views and opinions, not the views and opinions of anyone else. Except for we don't like to get scooped, and I think most people are, don't like to get scooped. Especially in the news biz. Yeah. I am like ferociously, fiercely competitive in the news biz. Well, you should be. That's your job. Right. 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 Just look out. She's coming for you. She's coming for you. <laughs> Don't say that. What was that cord? So, you keep whacking the cord. Don't say that. You're going to – don't give people the wrong idea that I am not the sweetest, nicest, happiest. You are the sweetest, nicest, most competitive person. person I've ever known. <laughs> All right. As usual, I'm getting ready to open up my CNR brand. Not a sponsor of the show yet. No, not yet. No, not yet. I haven't either. Well, I said hi to him the other day, but I didn't. I wonder, I just started asking them, do you listen to our show? You, you should, should listen, listen to our show. show. Well, I'm getting ready to open up the CNR brand bottled water and Echo. Purified, purified drinking water, people. And Echo guarantees that this is the best. The best tasting water. On the planet. Period you can burnout. find. Uh-huh. So here we go. This is, our, this is a tradition here. Mine isn't very exciting to open. No, oh, mine is mine's. Yeah, she's. She, I never however, open mine because I'm in such a, a hurry to drink mine. It's open before we go on. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <sighs> Man, that sounds good. Except for I don't want to pop tonight. So, she is drinking a. Well, we're not going to mention what she's drinking because they don't sponsor us either, and they have lots and lots and lots of money. That company does, right. and they can sponsor us. Mine is a carbonated diet beverage. A carbonated diet beverage from a major manufacturer. Right, please we'll don't judge me. Don't judge me. I just needed something else tonight. I'm I'm a big water uh, fan. This, all the show is going to be tonight is us drinking, us drinking libations. our libations. <laughs> That's all we're doing tonight. Here we so go. So wrong that I call it that now. Libations. <sighs> Okay, maybe that's going to get a little boring after a while. Okay, what do you think? so before we bust into the paper, you got to tell us about your vacation. My vacation. First of all, I don't really, yeah, I went to the beach, ish, Florida, uh, Panama City Beach. We spent the entire uh, week there, whether we planned to or not. So you stayed on the beach? Well, we stayed at a hotel right near the beach. We didn't actually literally, Can we were like homeless. Did you the beach from your window? Yeah. Nice, that's Yeah, thing. I could put up a picture. One day I'll be able to take a vacation where I can see the beach from the window. We were actually on the first floor when we got down there. Uh, we we got down. We drove down Christmas Day and it was a rainy mess. Um, it was just a horrible rainy day throughout the South on Christmas Day. Yes, yeah, I bet. And uh, so we got down there and we got there in time for the wife to go out and enjoy the, an evening walk on the beach. Mm. And then um, the Saturday I got sick as a dog. I just got just absolutely man. It was the flu type thing. Um, I actually had a decent day Saturday, but Saturday night wasn't good. And Sunday, I could not leave the hotel room. I mean, I was I no. was down for the count. It oh. was eighty two degrees and sunny, and you couldn't and leave couldn't the hotel. Get, no, it yeah. hurt too bad to walk out the door. The eyes hurt too bad to look out. But on the bright side, she was feeling great, so she got to go play in the beach all day. So, you know, it wasn't a total waste. Um, 
And then um, I, we were going to do some diving while we were down there, but you don't dive dehydrated sick. and sick. And I was, I was, it was flu type thing, so you can imagine uh, upset stomach, upset everything. Um, yeah, and all those. So you get dehydrated. You couldn't eat. You, so you can't runny dive nose and a diving mask don't mix. Um, yeah, it's just the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, it's all so, bad. So anyway, I I got to feeling better in the middle part of the week, good enough to dive. So we did get in one dive. I got to shoot some. A roll of film in my underwater film camera, one of them. Yeah, I know people film. What are you talking about? Film? Yeah, I What's shoot that? Film. I shoot film. And I, I got the, I, I got the pictures that. developed. I saw some of them today. They look pretty good. They looked better than I thought they were going to. So They always look better than you think they're gonna. Yeah, they do. And I was I was impressed. Because this is a camera I'd never shot with before, and it's a flash I'd never shot with before. And shooting underwater is a totally different hard type thing to do. Uh, because water is so much more dense than air, you have it just cuts the light, and, and it's weird. The it's light's weird. really weird down there. It is mm-hmm. because the the, the colors start disappearing. The top yeah. And, yeah, and the water's not very clear. Well, I mean, it's clear, but it's not really clear. So, so you recovered enough to have a bang up time. Yeah, I recovered enough to for to bring her home sick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the ride home was kind of difficult because she was not feeling well. Yeah, I would hate to have and that in the car. You know, yeah. Long and road trip. Long road trip. It's 14 hours. So, um, But we did get to, I mean, we, we saw some old airplanes. We saw some new airplanes. We saw some very expensive airplanes. Uh, we're down there with Eglin Air Force Base and Tyndale Air Force Base. They got to see F-22s, F-35s. The Mitchell. We saw the B-25 Mitchell at the museum at Eglin. I we, saw that picture on Facebook. We used to live down at Eglin uh, years and years ago. Um, and then we got... Um, uh, we stopped by in Birmingham. We visited something we'd always wanted to do on the way back. We visited the uh, Vulcan, the largest cast iron statue in the world. It stands up there on a hill. Uh, got some nice pictures of Birmingham. The Vulcan? Vulcan. Statue so, of Vulcan. The god of the forge. Because Birmingham was a steel town. Cool. Yeah. It's, and it's high up on a hill, and you can stand up. You can go up in the tower. And, and uh, yeah, it's... Uh, the tower's got one of those uh, see-through decks. Not, it's a metal deck. I mean, it's solid as you could possibly imagine. But I'm a heavier type guy. I'm not a, like a 205 pounder. I'm even a little more than that. No, you know. So like, you know. So when I step so on standing on see-through things makes it, you nervous. It, it bends them a little bit. What? Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, on, on a bridge. You know where they bend just a little bit. And when you're, you know, that far up off the ground, and then you're on the the front of a cliff, <laughs> You're too. bending the... <laughs> and I'm bending the thing, and I'm going... Yeah, I wouldn't want to stand there either. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't too sure about that. It freaked me out. Um, and I'm not that way about heights at all. So I can't handle heights at all. Well, you you definitely don't want to do this. I can't stand on a chair without getting woozy. Dude, you definitely right. do not want to go stand on the, the platform of Vulcan. The stratosphere in Vegas and stuff, I can't really... I'm not good at handling yeah, well, that. Yeah, check out our Facebook page. I'll, I'll post a couple pictures of this. So. Cool. Yeah. So I was on vacation. You know, I don't really want to, I don't want to, we don't announce that we're traveling because it's, you know, leaving right. an empty house. It doesn't make a lot of sense to, um, and we don't travel every year, but we decided we wanted to get away a little bit this year. The weather was raining most of the time, but it was raining in the 60s and 70s. So that's a whole different. Which is not this, right? Not the same as. Well, as you were getting ice. So. Anyway, that was the, that was the vacation. Excellent. So, yeah, that's something to do, right? 
Okay, folks, and now at this point in time, this is when we switch over to the other thing that we recorded, which I don't even remember what we were talking about. But it Neither was, do I. It's, it was something funny, I'm sure. It'll pop into something confusing. Yeah, but it's not kind of as, as confusing as the first part where we were counting on our fingers and it was getting kind of crazy. And it sounded pretty dirty. It did. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the rest it of the show. It wasn't actually dirty. So this, this was our cutting in, and here's the rest of the show. Enjoy. We're back. We had a little bit of a audio problem. Our computer kind of locked up on us. So, right. So, well, whatever it was we were talking about, we have no getting idea. blown away in a tornado. That's what it was. Yeah, be uh, standing outside videoing a tornado as it's going. You over. may die that it way. It wasn't actually days. a tornado, but I sure thought it was for a minute there. Here's what, what's going to happen. You know these storm shelters that you got. They probably the- should not be standing here. You know, the storm shelters you got with the open door. You're going to actually be standing in there with your with your camera up as the tornado as the tornado coming. goes over, and it's going to suck my last, phone out of my hand, and I, I'm going to be like, no! At the last second, Stanley's going to grab you and pull and you hold in. on to me, and I'll be flying in the air with my phone like a balloon, up right? There flying getting break ground breaking footage of the. Belly of the beast. <laughs> I can see it. Screaming. I can see you doing I'm that. Echo Menges from inside the tornado. <sighs> Maybe not. Live Maybe on NemoNews.net. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we got one more thing on the back of the page there. It's um, the ID card thingy. Oh, the real ID. The real ID. We're not happy about this, but... It's Homeland Security. I really just turn over to this story because my brain is so discombobulated and jumbled after no, those a are, long day of you're, craziness. You're, you're hearing the wrinkles. Those are official Edina Sentinel pages. Newspaper pages, That's right. folks. These are genuine Edina Sentinel pages. This Good is old not fashioned. A, that's right. Sawdust on the floor. Do you actually have sawdust on your floor? No. No. But <laughs> well, you could. That's just a saying I grew up with for some reason. Sawdust on the floor. Good old fashioned. <sighs> sawdust on the floor. Real deal. Honest to goodness. Newspaper. Those of us who who read a lot of uh, uh, British naval history, Napoleonic era novels, um, the sawdust on the floor is scary because they used to use that when they had the cannons shooting at each other. They used to put down sawdust so that if anything like, got Ignited? messy. Oh, it would soak up the blood? Yeah. But yeah. sawdust is very volatile. I mean, uh, if you get well, enough of it. you got to realize a lot of these ships burned. You could burned. Use it <laughs> as an explosive. I mean, really, sawdust is yeah. the hazardous material, actually. Yeah, a lot of these so- ships burned. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if they've got cannons going off and... Oh. Don't get me started. Come a long I'm, way since I'm going to start talking like a like a Napoleonic era British sailor. I want to talk like a British person. I love the British accent. Oh, uh, we did we talk about audiobooks? We did for a bit. Audiobooks. There's I just listened to an audiobook that the the audible or the narrator had the worst British accent ever. Oh my goodness, it was bad. I love those. It was bad. I love those. I love British accents. That's but that accounts for like 50% of my love for Downton Abbey. Oh, I've never watched that. Oh, man. It's, it's on Netflix, but I've never watched it. You've got to watch it. Well, if you're into history and, yeah, shit, and, and you're into period stuff, I Downton am, Abbey. Except for not not like if the Brontes or, or the not that stuff. No. Not the, you know, the, what do they call those? The Bonnet movies? I'm not into the Bonnet movies. I don't know about the Bonnet movies. But. No, the Bonnet movies. You know what I'm talking about. Like the like the Vanity Fair, the I, Courier, Korean Knives, whatever the name of that director pair is. They do all these Bonnet movies like uh, 
um, you know, has have the, the fancy British eighteen Victorian eighteen. Oh yeah, these are the, the these are about movies. the Edwardians, oh. who are just the super elite. The end, the last of the Edwardian era, era, and it's uh, historically accurate as far as okay. Well, see, I'm a, that's not like Vanity Fair and, yeah, and stuff like that. I think that, you'd like I'm, it because of the accuracy it has to I will, what be, life was like I will in look that one period. Watch, the, watch a couple of them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I'm always looking for Downton Abbey, baby. Is it Downton? D O W N D O W T O N. Downton. No end. Okay. Downton. 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 Okay. Well, I'll, look, I'll just look up Abby. I'm not a good speller. It's, that's a good thing for a, for a newspaper man to admit, right? <laughs> I'm, not very, I'm not a good speller either. I'm constantly um, yelling to Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell receive? How do you spell this? Right. And he blurts it out. He's my human spell checker when I don't have time. So, um, back to the... Uh, real ID. Real ID. So, um... There was a deadline. It was January 10th. It was the deadline that uh, state all states had to be in line with the Homeland Security Real ID guidelines, which is all kind entails all kinds of things. The way IDs need to be laid out, and I'm sure how information is listed, but also something to do with a microchip uh, that is trackable Not a nationwide. Fan. Uh, Missouri is one of several states that is not in line with the real ID. We've missed the deadline. And finally, our uh, state elected officials on the state level have come out and basically said, no. Good for them. We're not in line with your rules because we don't want to be. And you can't make us. (laughs) That's true. Basically. And so... Now, I'll, I will give the caveat that I have a passport, so it won't matter to me. But I don't have a passport. Do you have? I looked it up after you know looking at yeah, all this. They're not free. It's like a hundred and twenty bucks it just is. to get it going, and, and you can't forever. mail it in anymore. No. What? No. You have to take it over. You to have the place. to go to the place. So you I have, have to go, go all the way to St. Louis or no, somewhere. No, 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 Scotland County. Oh, they'll do it. They have. There's just a few places that do it, and Scotland County has a place. So you can do it in Scotland County. And pay 120 but bucks. You, you really kind of need to be going somewhere before you get one. I mean, you know. Because if you just get one and don't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, we got, the, we got the passport, and then we got the little cards, too. You know, they make a passport card that you use, like if you're going to Canada. Are those more expensive? Yeah, they're not. Actually, they're the same. They're like it doesn't a come all in a bucks. bundle? Okay. You can get them in a bundle. But they're not included in the in the original Thing. How ridiculous. But the, the cards are cool because you can carry them with you and have your second form of ID in your wallet. With your papers. With your, Yes, with your papers like the Soviet when Union. When you're asked to show your papers, produce your papers. Produce your papers. By the uniformed from to, people. From going to one Soviet state to the other Soviet state. We're going over to the People's Republic mm-hmm. of Illinois and we have to and get our papers. Homeland Security up. comes and asks us for our papers. Yeah. Who else will ask us for our papers, I wonder? Besides just the people at the airport. Yeah, the TSA, who are buildings. parts of Homeland Security. Do you watch anything on the TSA? Like, do you see? <laughs> no. Okay, we, I, honesty I'm not compels go me. Any further. Honesty compels me to admit that one of the that what we had a, a previous conversation on the TSA that got eaten as, as, <laughs> with, with some of our technical problems. It's probably it, Homeland Security. Yeah, and yeah, they can probably, probably hear us. So, they're 
sending something electronic messer uppers into our machines. I'm thinking Echo is probably laughing so much because <laughs> she's remembering my rant. And I went I mean I went on to a full I'm telling you the Big Brother rant. erased that erased it. Big Brother didn't like what you said. But that and that's got, why we had it got audio. erased. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 do not want the people knocking at our doors at two AM or to be on the fly list. Or to be on the no fly list. You know that's actually one of the problems I have with this this stupidity is because you can be on the no fly list by accident because your name is the same as somebody else's name and this is the whole not, the no fly list makes me uncomfortable as it is it it's, really does because it's you know um, how do you get on there how do you get off who makes the decision why isn't there more transparency that's just saying. Why do we have it in the first place? If they're place? listening, which I'm sure they are. Why do we have it in the first place? Because if we're, if we're doing airport security and we're actually checking all this stuff, what does it matter? All they're going to do is what? Make a, make a bad face at you? I mean, if, you know, if, <laughs> if you're taking their knives away, if you're taking their bombs away, if you're taking their guns away, what are they going to do on an airplane? You know, are, are they going to complain about bad service? I mean, this is what this is what you're down to. You know, what they're going to they're going to go into the cockpit that's locked now through this big open or big door. When I was a kid, you used to be able to the kids used to be able to go up to the cockpit and look in and the and pilots would say hi. And look in and say hi to the pilot. That was not that long ago. Now I understand following um, uh, 9/11. I understand that it really actually is probably a lot smarter for the pilots to lock themselves in, mm-hmm. and I understand that it's probably a lot smarter for the pilots to be armed just to have case. a gun. I get that mm-hmm. and training. And, and I get all and that stuff too. I don't have a problem with any I'm not of that. Really I don't about have a problem anymore. I don't have a problem with my uh, luggage being searched and everybody else's luggage being searched. I don't have a problem with the, the with the. I don't either, as long as I don't <laughs> like stand in line for five hours and then yeah. Where I have a problem is when they want to start doing body cavity searches. Now, They're not going to ever want to do body cavity searches. Oh, it's have coming. You, it's coming. A body cavity search? Yes, really? it's coming. Don't you think the lobbyists for the airlines will see the major financial hit they will take if that ever happens and Well, there's only going to be like two it. airplanes flying. And, you know, haven't you noticed that we have like – a third of the airplanes flying now that we used to, and then they're strapping people on the wings, and they're they're sticking them up in a right. Like, and you're so sitting in a shoebox, and I'm a big girl. Yeah, and I'm a big boy. You know, you're sitting in the shoebox. They're shoe gonna box. start charging us for two seats. And they got this. Um, uh, they got this. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should have saw the look on that face, folks. Uh, well, yeah, and they got this. They got this. Uh, you, you walk in there, and, and you know, a seven thirty seven is built for. What, 120 people, and you know they got 185 seats in it. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah, and they're like this I don't wide. Because I hate flying. I don't fly either. As much, well, I do if I. If have there was to. an emergency and I had to get on the plane, I could. If, pro- I would do that. But, if I'm going to Hawaii, it's a well, heck if of they a- would let me on without my with my Missouri ID, I yeah, would get which on they a probably plane. Probably wouldn't because I wouldn't be able to run to the passport office and hurry up and get me a passport. Not going to happen. Uh, that so, would take an act of God. And I could tell uh, so you a story about actually, that. Actually, you could probably just get a private pilot if it was that big of an emergency. Yes. If you happen they to have a $5,000 an hour. They don't care if I have a Missouri ID. If you happen to have $5,000 an hour, you know, for flying, you know, problem. Mike flies. Yeah. Mike's a pilot. That's true, but he's not going to probably take you Mike to Colorado. Just call Mike like, Mike. 
take me away, please. I need to get here now at 200 Col- miles an hour. I need to go to Colorado. <laughs> yes. I, I don't have a passport. I'm traveling to Dallas. They won't take my Missouri ID. <laughs> no, Homeland, pretty soon, Homeland Security are going to start shooting down <laughs> private planes. No, okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. We're bad folks. We're bad dumbass. Okay, and I was not serious saying. about a body cavity search. Mostly. They... I I think that's far off. I think I think they'll be X-ray asked first. Well, they already do that. Well, there you go. No need for a body. Although I don't, you search. know, I'm not really even that worried about that. Some people are like, oh my gosh, they could see my yeah, whatever. You know. And really, with all fairness, uh, the cops don't even really do a body cavity search when you go to uh, lockdown and stuff. Okay, this is this is something I did not know. Do tell. They don't like stick any. Uh, Body parts Rrr. inside of other body parts, oh. uh, or, or feel around in there, or anything like that. They basically, it's just like on TV where they just you pull your butt cheeks apart and cough. Uh, oh, tell you what though, uh, reminds me of a story. They I take was, a good look, basically, is- but. I don't think they touch it. Things could be different. It's been a long, long time since I've been to jail. Okay, I'll I will have to trust you on this. Uh, one. Um, eight years. Okay, since I've, I've been to jail. So. I am. A, I'm an IT person by trade, right? Right. I'm. I'm, a, I'm. I'm into the technical stuff. So it was been several years ago. I decided that it would probably be a good idea to have a. They call them a well male physical exam, just to make sure I don't have any problems. Uh, they drew some blood. <laughs> you know, they drew some blood. This is like an age thing. Like you get to a certain age, you start having. And, you go well, to the man. Yeah, and you should. The, the prostate exam. Physical. I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is a real thing. So she's gonna yes, and she's gonna say, okay. So I'm going to do your prostate exam. I'm going to do a digital prostate exam. And let me tell you, I am a computer guy, and that was an analog exam. There was not a damn <laughs> digital thing about it. No, you, you don't touch me. You just it was strictly analog. My junk and tell me what's going on. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Absolutely analog. Well, anyway, well, we're getting far afield. Way far off. Back to well, it's <laughs> start okay. talking we're, about homeland security and end up in up, end up in the, in the doctor's office. Up in the doctor's office, getting and the prostate doctor exams in your, in your and whatnot. Business. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's just there's just something about the theory of homeland security that takes me there. <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, I don't know anybody from Homeland Security. I don't either, but I don't think I don't think we're going to be a real big hit with the Homeland Security Oh, uh, they could crowd. care less about no, us. Could. Really? You know, honestly, I got to admit, the last time, the last time I went through the, the, the thing, we flew Cape Air out of Kirksville, and um, I went through the, the Kirksville version of Homeland Security, and it was cute. It was cute. Oh, really? It's much... It's. Actually, I think the guy, the person, the, the guy, I said the guy, there were two guys there. They probably did a better job than gets done at the big airports the big, because they, they the didn't, they had six people to do. They didn't have to do, you know, umpteen people. And the good thing is we booked our tickets with Cape Air. So we went right through there and then we went right into the secure area and we didn't have to go through any other security until we got to Hawaii. Ever again. Ever again. Although that does remind me of another Homeland Security thing. That, oh. I get checked every time I go through because I'm, you know, off co- I'm off 
off white. No, they what wouldn't you call do me? that. Coffee colored. They wouldn't do. They so wouldn't I'm coffee target. colored, and so they you can see me coming down the tar or down the huge hallway. So by the time I get to the line, like they've already got me earmarked. I'm pulling over. I got to take off my shoes. I got to sit in the chair. Uh, all of that. Go through my bags. Yeah, I I, I usually um, I like to wear. I like to be comfortable when I fly, but I've learned not to wear overalls because of all the metal they have. <laughs> also, underwires. Un- underwires are not something you should I wear. I just, I never wear underwires under my... Right, right. <laughs> Good tip, though. Uh-huh. Underwires always say, they ding, ding, you know, what's that? And then you have to say it. Oh. Which I don't really... I'm younger. I'm more open with everything. Yeah. I can say things out loud that for... That my grandma, for example... Would or my great grandma, like I think about them going through some of the things that we go through, mm-hmm. and just the redness of their faces. Yeah, really. especially my great grandma. I, you know, one of them. I was getting the pat down here a few years ago at the at the at the airport. They were doing the pat down because I was wearing overalls like an idiot, and um, so and this girl, this woman's doing the pat down. She's going down through me. And she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know this makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable too. And so she did that. And I'm like, does this count as a first date? You know, <laughs> it should. I mean, you've made it to second base already. Come on. Well, you know, from what I hear, those pat downs don't have nothing on going to see someone in prison. I. Mm-hmm. When you get searched. Yeah, the, the only person I've ever saw in prison was behind glass. So there was there wasn't you, there was no you, know, you didn't have to be patted down, right? Because there was no way to get you know. You I've could never actually, been patted down going into a prison you, you, visit, but I know someone who has, and they were uh, basically violated. Well, yeah, uh, I've been violated, pat down by the cops, but you know they do have they do have le- serious. Uh, contraband problems in some prisons so again you know and it's so much easier to blame the people who are coming to visit except for and not blame the people who are really doing it because historically <laughs> that was a part that was the, a big problem in the prisons the american prison system i'll just say it might as well out loud that was a problem for our prison systems here's the thing people have gotten a lot smarter since the 70s Oh, yeah. You know, did you see that fo- that YouTube viral video of the Fox News lady that was talking about? Con- I don't know if she was talking about contraband in prisons. No, but while she was doing her stand up, there was a she was in front of the wall that was surrounding. You know, there was this mm-hmm. huge brick wall with yeah. the barbed wire, yeah. and. Uh, Somebody was standing next to it, and they walked away. And after they walked away, you could see a bag going up the side of the wall in the background of this poor girl's stand-up. Like, and it went. It was viral. YouTube. You know, another way they people get stuff into prisons is with a slingshot, and it won't be long before they're big time in uh, drones. drones. Yeah. Well, they already are. They've. Uh, yeah. So, so as far as impeding on the visiting and the visitors and the families and the loved ones, I got to admit, I'm uh, gonna make an admission right now. A drone thing's gonna happen in my life. I'm gonna have me a drone. I'm gonna I'm, have me a drone too. I'm gonna. It's gonna happen. It's been on my Christmas list for like three years now. You know, they come out with day, a, I will get one. The the one that I want, 
um, don't going to get into brand names here because they don't sponsor the show. But the one that I want actually came up with a new model that's like half price of the old one. It still does all the same stuff. Half price? What's that? Uh, still eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I know, but it's ridiculous. I'm going to get like the seventy dollar mini mod. I have one of those, and, and it sucks. No, it's fine. I suck. I can't fly it worth a darn. I'm not. I get turned around. See, that's the thing about being in the income level that I'm in is you just have to figure so, out how to be good the, at yeah, that Yeah, the drone stuff. actually flies fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I just get turned around. Huh. And I'm sure if I spend enough time with it, I, mean, I know what I need to do is go out to the school to go out in the middle of the uh, one of the ball fields mm-hmm. and just spend time doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. But, you know, it's the one I have is I'm like really light. It's really light, and so the wind takes it. And, yeah, Super well. excited about drones, yeah. So, um, we've gone through the papers. We've gone through the papers. We've gone through my vacation. We've gone through my flu. <laughs> yeah, poor flu. Yeah, hey, let's talk about how much time do we have? We have all the time in the world. Let's set some goals for 2016. We're going to set goals. Okay, here we go. I don't believe in, uh, what are those things called? Goals? New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm very anti-New Year's resolution. Yes, having said that. Having said that, if we call it something else, like goals, Goals. I'm okay with it. All right, what's our goals? I don't know. We Um, We should think of some. I have ridiculous goals. I was thinking this morning, I was thinking about ridiculous things I would love to do if only there was time. Like build Facebook profiles for my cats. I would totally do that if I had time. Okay. What would you do if you had time? If I had time. Write a book. I've written books. They're not good. I want to write a good book. And then I want to see what it's like to publish it. I know. I know the book. Decide if I want to keep writing, write more. I know the book you could write, and and you know the book you could write, but I don't know if you could live through writing that book. Right, because I barely live through the article. I know. Right. Yeah. And but everything I've seen is you have to be emotionally. You have to like put that into it, and if you want it to be good, it has to be that. It has to be. Uh, brutal on your senses if you want good product. I'm going to paraphrase something that I read in John Krakauer in his book uh, Into Thin Air on the disaster in um, on Everest. And he was there. He was one of the people involved. And he he basically said, and this is a paraphrase, that that readers are generally not well served when a writer uh, uh produces a book as an act of catharsis and that's true but he did it anyway because there was time pressure to do the magazine article which is what the book was based off of similar to what actually your article is actually bigger than the the into Into thin air article that was in outside magazine that he wrote off of but he went, went ahead and did the book right then when he was still feeling it the well he wrote the magazine article um, part of the problem that he had, or part of the issues that he had, is because of the staggering unreliability of the human mind at altitude. He got several facts wrong, and it hurt some people. It hurt their feelings. Oh wow! Um, and he didn't know until later because it was written. You know, they just boom. This tragedy happened. Deadlines are unforgiving. Uh-huh. You got to write it. And so, in the book, he was able to fix 
some of the mistakes that he made, but you can still tell the raw emotion that he had in this book. He's right. written a lot of other books that have all been good, but this one was just it because hits you right it, uh-huh. in the chest because he felt. Well, if you want to do good work writing, I heard book wise or whatever, you have to do that. You have to put it in there. Immerse. So yeah. that's a little bit freaky. You know, when I started when I started talking about life after meth, my editor friend Brian Berghart, who I wish listened to this, I would totally love if he did. He's my Yoda. He better. What, what, what He's do my we have Yoda. To, here's a goal: get Brian Burkhart to listen to your show. <clears throat> All right. There's a goal. That's a good goal. Yeah. And he said, be careful going, you know, and I worked on, you know, I tried to write this story for a couple of years, two years. I sat on those mugshots for two years. And when I had the idea, hey, let's write life after meth about our, you know, and this was five years clean, almost five years clean. Then going, you know, and it was almost seven years by the time it actually. Well, I came remember out. we we talked about this long before you actually wrote it. In fact, I didn't know you were writing it. It just I saw it. Just boom. It just was time. I don't know what happened. It was like I, now's yeah, the time. I don't know. A little six months, a year before, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, oh, I want to. I can get involved. I can help you with this. It could but be a book. I really couldn't. It could be a book. It could be a book. It really could be a, a book. good book. Because you could not only have your story, but you could have other people's stories too. That's the amazing thing As, about it is because you have lens. So you have, many people poured out to us. You have and a told lens. Us their story. You have a totally different way of looking at it because you've been there and right. you can understand where they're coming from in a way I could never. Because I was never there. Right. So yeah. well, it freaks me out. I don't know. I feel. I don't know. I just. I want to write a book. I know that's going to be a book in my repertoire. I've, one day um, hopefully there will be many hopefully I like it but maybe I'll get one done and just be like meh that's kind of what I was that I, was good I, enough I've done now that I've you know it's on my bucket list I've done I like three or four um, and I'm only actually there's only been one that I actually let anybody read I don't know if I'm smart enough to write a whole book it, well I'm, that's, I'm not smart yeah I've read your stuff you're fine I've absolutely read your stuff Psych myself out. Nah, you're fine. Well, that's one good thing about going through a year's worth of papers is I get to see 52 papers and what is it, 3,000 words per front page? Yeah. Not including other stuff. And and you're you're honest enough to realize you can look back at at your work and say, oh, I just didn't have a good week that week. Or, wow, I was really on it that week. Right, right. Either way, you know, and you're honest enough to say, look back at something that says, I could have done that better. Mm-hmm. Or wow, I that's that's I'm I impressed I hate, myself. Yeah, I want that's a goal. That's what I'm going to do. I want to take. It's hard to take my time anymore. Yeah, it it's is hard, hard to take my time and do it right. Like, do it right. Well, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. No, I, I, I agree. It's hard because the internet has so much pressure on us. Even being a weekly. That when we are under the gun to put something out before anybody else does, because there's that competitive thing. Like I totally felt today, as I was getting scooped. She got scooped. Facebook scooped people. Girl, you got scooped like a bowl Man, of ice cream. Put I that on the I shelf because I don't even know hopefully what it doesn't happen about, so. very much. You know, hopefully it doesn't happen anymore ever again. Ever. 
ever. Ever. Uh, I, history. So what were you scooped on? There was a high-speed pursuit in Lewis County today, which well, wasn't really... I was going to say, that's not like it's a Knox. It doesn't... It wasn't... It didn't touch Knox. started in Clark. It ended in Lewis. Yeah, and well, really, you know, I know you. I do. I get that you because I worked for uh, the Ball Star when we owned that, and uh, I get that you cover Lewis County, but you don't live in Lewis County, and you don't see people every day who are in Lewis County. It's so much easier in no, Knox. No, that's true. But you know we got a tip. Yeah, and that's how we learned. It was the Highway Patrol actually tweeted it, and I missed the tweet. You can't see everything. The Highway Patrol, they just started their, their Twitter account. Hey, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it was a Twitter. Troop B. Did you see? I don't know if it was Troop B. I don't know where this was, but did you see the Highway Patrol car that got hit? Did you see that one? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't know where that was. It was one, it was a Missouri State Highway Patrol doing a, did a tweet on it. Uh, um, guy, uh, officer stopped, was, was doing a traffic. I don't know if it was a stop or if it was a... Uh, um, a service, you know, helping a guy out who was broken down or whatever. And um, the person who was coming from behind didn't pull over to the other lane, even though the lane was open, and hit, just the, highway hit the highway patrol car. And not just the trooper, though. Into the other vehicle. But so not was, the trooper was okay, right? You know, he wasn't injured. The only person injured was the person who did not go to the next lane. Not over. the person in the other no, car. No, no person in the other car. I hate and the those. trooper but the the the, the car, the uh, um, the trooper's car was just demolished in the rear. I mean he tagged it hard. Uh-huh. I bet. Yeah. So anyway, um, the the whole tweet was was based around not not a, a vindictive thing. It was more of hey just remember where where you can Pay pull attention. over. Pull over. I always get I'm nervous driving by when they have I always slow down. I drive like a grandma as it is. I did something anybody sp- who's pulled over, I drive like a crazy slow person. I uh, got um uh, I did something stupid on vacation as we were driving. Um I'm not even sure if it was. I think I was alone because I didn't see the thing. But I heard the sirens and I could tell they were getting closer to me. But I could not see them, so I pull over, and then somebody's behind me. Beep, beep, beep. And then, <laughs> was it the cops? No, it was no. I mean, I pulled over, and but somebody behind me is beeping for me to go. And I'm like, what, what? And then I see the rescue vehicle, or those big fire truck rescue vehicles. Uh-huh. It's coming the other way, and it's a divided highway. The guy couldn't hit. I couldn't stop him if I wanted to because there was a big wall between us. Right. So I pulled over. And the truck couldn't. I mean, I, all I'm doing is blocking traffic. Right, right. <laughs> I, I felt pretty dumb, but but Man, see, nobody will ever know about it, so I'll be good. Somebody <laughs> drove by me. Was it just a couple of days ago? I think it was on. Was Friday a holiday? It's our first week back. Yes, Friday was uh, New Year's. New Year's Day. Yes. Okay, so it would have been on Thursday, New Year's Eve. I was pulling into Mark Twain Telephone. And some young man, young men in a sedan screamed out, get the F out of the way, as they were going by, you know. (laughs) So kids, if that was you, I just would like to say out loud to you, no, (laughs) I will go as slow as I feel like it. And if you don't like it, go around because I'm a grandma driver. Although I, I, I do have to say something about Mark Twain. I pulled in there the other day. Um, I got a uh, 
a phone call and I didn't want to answer it. Well, I don't like to drive and talk on my phone. So I pulled in and I pulled up next to the next to the um, um, the payphone. It's gone. When the phone It's com- gone, I didn't notice. When, when the phone, that thing's been out there forever. When I the phone realize. company pulls out the payphone at their own office, payphones are officially done. Oh, Ever. It's a sign of the times. It is. I was watching an old dragnet the other day on, on the Netflix, and it was so funny. They got into an accident, the, the officer did, and the radio was broken. Because there were two radios, you know, <laughs> in the dragnet in the old car. So they're like, well, I guess we better go walk and find a payphone. And it's, you're just like, when's wow. the last time you heard when's somebody the last say, time you heard so? better go walk and But it a- really wasn't that long ago that we were using payphones. Yeah, in fact, I used to always, people, I was elsewhere, they wanted my phone number. So I'd always tell them, 397 um, uh, 397-3998. No, 397-9998. Because that was the payphone that was in the uh, courthouse yard. <laughs> so if they called so it. So someone would answer it. And then they it would was say, a, yeah. And then they would come and find you. But it was an actual phone number. So if somebody called, you know, it would ring. Right. But I didn't want to give them my, my home phone. So That's kind of funny. Do you even have a home phone? I do have a home phone. Yeah, I do too. I have a landline. I have a landline too. Landlines are important to have because if the system goes down. There is a chance that a landline will still work. It's not guaranteed, but yeah, just do. saying if there's a massive power outage, you can get a wire-only old phone and plug it into a landline, and I, it will probably I still work. Do you have a wire-only old phone, and I do have I, a landline. I have. That's I don't use I the wired-only old phone, but I have it in the cupboard in case there's something yeah, weird emergency like that. I don't. I weird hate, emergency. I hate ads. I hate these quote unquote political surveys. I despise them. So we just leave it unplugged. If you want to call me, call me on my cell phone. So why do you have a landline if you don't have anything? I have my internet through the landline. Or the, to, I have DSL. Okay, DSL. So do we. We have DSL also. So that's why I keep it. But I don't use it. You know what? You can have them dry loop it. You don't have to have a landline anymore. Yeah, they can, but it doesn't save really any money. So 25 bucks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I should probably get rid of it. I just I don't have a phone hooked up to it, so I should probably get rid of it. But back to setting goals. What goals are you going to set for 2016? So we have some. Yeah, I'm going to try very hard to live till 2017. That one sucks. It's a good goal. <laughs> okay, they can't be redundant or redundant. Not the word that I'm looking for. They can't be. The goals, they have to be a real goal. Pick that it. is a real goal. I'm getting older. You're not that older. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a real goal. I mean, I don't really, you know, goals are good. I'm not against goals. I just really don't. I'll have to think about it because I really don't have I'll have any- to think about it too. I had like a big list this morning of things that I thought were funny, but after the trying day that I've had, it's all dissipated from yeah, my brain. some days when life Just actually occurs hold and, and, and things get real on you it's opening opening facebook post profiles for my cats which is not a goal <laughs> Just something fun that would be i don't fun know to do. I mean, we could do a goal for the podcast that's pretty easy to double our listenership on a regular basis or triple it or pick one double double yeah because i mean we we realize that this is a um a small community and an older community, and there's not a whole lot of people who are going to 
You know, there's a there's a finite <laughs> there's a finite number who of, are podcast followers. Yeah, we do have some. We do have some. That's right. We have we do have more some. than four. Right. <laughs> we do have more than four. I have learned something though. What? By far, our least listened episodes are the ones where we we make them a special edition. We've had three and of don't them do them the, on the normal day. Well, yeah, because they're by far the least I mean, listened. Half to us. we are our listenership goes way down. So there's a goal. Not we're not going to do any special episodes. <laughs> we're done with special because no. we had the Thanksgiving special, the Christmas special, and the new the not New Year's special. Right, and so which really wasn't a New Year's show. No, it um, wasn't. It's one of the best shows we ever did. But anyway, um, and we had David Sharp as a special. But I don't. I want to have David on again. But we don't want to do this as a special. We just a regular a show yeah. with David. Yeah, yeah. And we need to. I'd, I'd like to get him in in another week or two, and and uh, just we'll just have a Mondo episode. Double our listenership. Double our listenership on a regular basis. Yeah, we we're not going to mention the number we are now because that's it's just not, more than four. It's more than four. It's more than ten. It's more than twenty. More than fifty. Mm. But it's more than fifty. It's more than fifty. Excellent. When you look at all the, uh, when you, I mean, we don't probably, I mean, honestly, we're, hey, this is a town or a county with 3,800 people in it and 4,200 people well, in it. Well, and that was the 2010 census. It's been a long time. Yeah, so I'd 42, say. 43, and that was in 2010. I'd say we're probably pretty close, but most or a lot, I don't say most, but a lot of the people we have are not technical people. The Mennonite community really does not listen to our podcasts. Right. They're good people, but they're not going to listen and to our podcasts. And that's a huge con- chunk of I mean, our that's population. That's probably a third of our population uh-huh. right there, if not more. I mean, uh, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of kids. There's a lot of kids. We don't need a – well, I think those guys – it'll be interesting to see it will those be, guys because, yeah, mature yeah. through life because uh, – that community has been really kind of like leapfrogging. It has been it's from, from where we, ancient times to right from where where I remember when I moved to the county, the amount of change in the community, uh, the Mennonite community, is just astronomical. Right. I mean, it, really, it is. It's like going from bug, wagon, you know, buggy and horse and buggy to putting a man on the moon, in just like. Well, I remember I, I, one I, generation. I'm not going to name names, but you know, it's somebody we would know. I remember when I saw the first Mennonite wedding announcement in the paper. I, you could have knocked me over with a feather. Really? Absolutely. So now we're used not, to that stuff. Right we now, it's it perfectly common. You mm-hmm. see it all the time. You know, I remember when I saw the first Mennonite vehicle that didn't have painted bumpers. And now you see it all the time. Oh yeah, you see it yeah, now. They now they have Colors beautiful, gorgeous and, cars. Uh-huh. You know, and, well, and that's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're we're not in any way saying anything in any way bad about our our neighbors because they're great people. They really are. They are the kind of people that you want to have your neighbors. Yeah, they are because they're the kind of people when when trouble arrives, they are there. They for you. come. They come to help. Pack in like they are. I mean. It's amazing. It's incredible to see the Mennonite community when when and, the, and they're when mixed it hits in the fan. Amish. You know, there's yeah. Amish families also, or uh, it's Weaverland Disaster Service is the it's official just, name of what they like to call their group. But it's basically and they show up in droves and they work. 
they work, they work. Mm-hmm. When there's disaster hits, man, you, you just it's if you haven't seen quality community. Did, did you see the video I did when they were down at Farm and Home? I didn't see the video. Well, I was there, so I didn't see. You the were video. there, yeah. So they let. So of course, when I got there, I'm like, "Who's in charge? Please let me take them. Is there any way I can take a video of what you guys are doing here?" You know, of course, people will be in it, so I had to talk to them. I don't take pictures of. Yes. I don't take pictures of Mennonites or Amish people. Um, just out of respect. Yeah. Uh, unless I have permission, explicit permission. And so when I got there, I was like, who's in charge? Who can I talk to you as a representative? And just ask, can I take a video, pictures and video of what's happening here? And they said yes. And what came of it was just like a 10 minute or less uh, walkthrough of what was going on. It was amazing just just odd that you, you don't i was e- able to stand there in it and also share it with you don't even call people them, call them they show up they find out there's an issue they they ring their own they have their own they have their own call lines they have their own disaster so it's just, tree, it's, basically it, yeah yeah it's it's amazing um i, I mean they could they could put the the red cross people they could teach them lessons it's a shame yeah, I don't want to say that, but it's true. And, it, and it's all a credit to them. Also credit to a credit them. to the rest of the community. What's interesting is in this last flood, the June flood, mm-hmm. um, by the time the Red Cross got there, nobody needed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, FEMA has left our area high and dry. Yeah, FEMA. FEMA has, back to the feds, you know, has come in and, you know, oh, you're these guys qualify for FEMA assistance and the governor makes a big announcement and the president declares a disaster and they send out a press release that says one thing, but then in the practice of it, nothing. Um, the county should get some assistance from FEMA and SEMA because the county suffered a crazy oh, amount. The, so the thank God. Because the, the first just, estimates, oh, as soon as they, everybody went out, they're like, good, you know, this is at least a million bucks. Yeah. Well, for that's a quarter of our budget for the year. Like we, there's no way. I remember the look on Roger Parton's face when just a couple of days into it, and I asked him well, how how bad, and he's just looking at me like, I have no idea what we're gonna do. We don't have it's the, money ins- for this. the we county just, we will got, get money we from do not payments. have the money for this, but because we lost so many bridges. I mean, and that's big. But the dozen or so businesses that were affected by this yeah. flood, yeah, who need financial help. Uh, aren't going to get it, not from not on the state level and not on the federal level. That's so I've been told flood insurance by local people. I haven't talked to FEMA or SEMA about it, but people who are affected by this flood tell me that. Then flood insurance them. is a real deal. Flood insurance. You have to is live critical. in a flood zone. To get they flood do, insurance. which is fine. But if you like farm and home, you know that's the difference. That's why that's where the new building is coming from. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have flood insurance. They're out of business. Period. Right. But now, even re- with flood insurance, though, they were in a precarious. Oh, I'm not saying it didn't hurt. <coughs> it hurt. Is that, how long were they down? A month. Yeah, it hurt. I'm not saying it didn't hurt. But what I am saying is, you know, it's the difference between us having a farm at home and us not having a farm at home. And trust me, working for an insurance agency—I don't know their premiums—that right. stuff is not cheap. No. If you're in a flood zone like that, flood zone. There you, you uh-huh. pay. 
back to the helping neighbors thing, it's not just the Mennonites. We had so many community members come out and do muscle power. I mean, it was Mennonite. I'd say by the afternoon of the big day of cleanup, it was down to about half Mennonite, half community people who had huge equipment and manpower. It was incredible. That's when... One thing I love about living here. You can see that elsewhere. I mean, because you just don't, people don't have each other's backs like they do here. I remember back in 93 in the, in the, in we, when the flood was over in Kansas, the same sort of deal. Um, and everybody was, um, everybody was uh, sandbagging or I had a pickup truck. So I went over there and I, I had gone to college in Canton. Um, so I took my pickup truck over there and I had professors that I had, you know, that lived down the hill. And uh, so I had a pickup truck. So literally, I spent four days just taking their stuff, putting it in my pickup truck, and hauling it up the hill to other professors who gave up their garages. They gave up. so, and I'll never forget. You know, we had a there was myself and uh, three or four um, Amish guys, and uh, um, I had them in the back of my truck. I, you know, we could do that then. Um, and we we're driving around, and we got flagged over by the Christian Church. Right, the Christian church is downtown, and in the flood zone, we got and the guy said we need some help moving a piano, and we're like, oh, okay. So we all hop out and go in there, and the piano's up on the little rise thing they had there. Like, okay, what are we doing with it? We're gonna put it in the balcony, and we're looking up at this balcony. It's got one of those little <laughs> whiskey, tiny little staircases, and we're like. Okay, so we muscled this piano somehow or other. We all muscled up a balcony. Wow, up, up into the balcony, and um, then then the guy's like, "Okay, we've got three more in the basement." What? Uh-uh. And we're like, we're like, oh, and, and <laughs> the guy who's the the uh, the oldest and the elder uh, uh, of the Amish guy said. Look, I'm not we an architect, but we, I don't think that balcony is going to hold four pianos. I mean, those things we are heavy. We can do it. We can so muscle we up, them up there. We ended up taking the some sort of scaffolding. We, ta- or we took the um, pianos out of the basement one by one, put them in my truck, and, and drove them up, up, the, them hill. up the hill, uh-huh. and dropped them off at Culver Stockton in a, in a place that they. That's they said, awesome. Oh, awesome. oh my gosh! You talk about. I I never want to move a piano. I would you like my confession? I didn't help him move him back. You didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't go back over. That's on. That's on them. But I did help him. Get, fortunately, we didn't lose Canton. It gave. It, it was. Um, it's a story for another day. But right. we didn't lose Canton. It didn't go under. So it came really close. Oh, the that's flooding story makes me day. nervous. We got more rain coming. We do, don't we? We do, we do. do. Saturday looks Saturday looks iffy, Mm -hmm. looks iffy. Okay, well, actually, we're we're way to the point where we need to say we're way over our limit. We don't have a limit. We we, right. We do have a limit, but we don't have a limit. You know, we can go hours. We We could. We could talk for hours. I I got more stuff to sit here and talk about. Nothing. Everything. All of it. All at once. And I'm sure all of our all of our you know dozen of listeners. (laughs) 
No, we have, <laughs> we have more than We enough. have tens of listeners. Yes, we have tens of listeners. Tens of listeners. And I'm hoping to someday have you know, hundreds of We have of good listeners, listeners though. It's not, they do. I, we, it's I not hear the feedback. Quantity. It's the quality. It's the quality. And we have solid. That's right. And my wife will listen to this, and that makes it right. Right, family my husband, will, family Stanley, will to I love you. Thanks for listening to our show. Yeah. Shout out to you, brother. <laughs> my wife, Jean, is listening. Or she will be when, uh-huh. when I post it. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry. I don't get mushy in public. Me so. neither. Anyway. Oh, I do. I do. So I'll just shout out to her. Hey. You don't get mushy in public to no. your wife? No. Oh. No. Man, I do. I'm like, smooches muffin. You, you, whoa, whoa, you get mushy in I public with you, my bun. wife? Huh? You get mushy in public with my wife? <laughs> What? <laughs> this is news. <laughs> this is an unexpected turn of an unexpected event. I am mush fest. Are you? Yeah, I'm mush fest. I can tell Poor you, Stanley. I mean, I can tell you, you're even with your kitties. With the babies? Oh my gosh, they're my babies. I can tell. Yep. Use your Facebook. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to when if I have, when I retire, I'm going to make Facebook profiles for all my cats. Okay, I want to. Okay, I got to admit something. I bought a ticket. I did. I bought a ticket. For the um, seven hundred plus million. Can I, when is the drawing? Saturday. Okay. I bought one yesterday. I bought a ticket. You know why I bought a ticket? First because all, if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win. No. And I, I watched like, a show about the lottery that said something in the range of fifty percent of the winners are one one time buy quick picks. Yes. So I mean, if you just buy one quick pick. You have just as good of a chance as the the fifty people in the office that spend uh, four thousand dollars on tickets. One quick pick could do it. Yeah, and, and that chance is virtually none. <laughs> virtually none, right? Okay, right. But, but I love to dream. Yeah, and that's what it is. I just like to. I like to think about it. You know, it gives you a chance to think about it because yeah, but, I put it on Facebook. What would you do with five hundred million yesterday? Oh. And it like it, it got some attention. Oh, uh, people. Love, I love to think about all the good you could do with that kind of money. Good? Oh, man. Does that mean we got good cars, good airplanes? You know. The first thing I would do is open a foundation, and I would jam a, several million into it. Yeah. Let me give you a piece of advice. So when people come and say, I need money, give me, you know, please give me some money, I can say, there's a foundation for that. Yes. There's a foundation. My, my homegirl's running it. My homegirl is running it, and it's Fill got a board of people. Fill out a form. What you you want some money and what how much you want and what you need absolutely for. I was just gonna, we and have the same thought. There is a board of people that will sit down with all of these people who need money. And we'll give out a million bucks a year or whatever it is. Whatever we'll put a couple million just to start out with because we know they're going to get flooded. You know, so as I'm out in about in my life and people are coming to me saying I need money, I can say here's a card. There's a call these people. Mm-hmm. There's a, that's the first thing I do, a foundation. First thing. Absolutely. Right we, after we, I hire a team of security. No, nah, I wouldn't bother with security. No, nah, I wouldn't do that either. I got to admit, I might, I, I love Edina. I love living here, no, but I, I might, might do that actually. I might Probably have to would. move. I might have to move. Because people would not leave you alone. There's no, this is, I mean, well, people, that, I people already don't leave you alone. Anywhere and you, don't, you go. But, and you don't have any, well, if they don't know. But my foundation rich. would be based in Edina. Absolutely. Absolutely. For the I would, people I would of find, I would actually area. find a business that we, on could, the square and we fix could them do up. something that would work. Love to fix up some old buildings. I don't care about the buildings, but. 
pad the pockets of people I love and um, find some philanthropy type things to invest in that somehow would live on long after I'm I'm dead. Find some philanthropy, be a philanderer. No, just kidding. Yeah, but to spend that much money, I think it would be such fun to give it, I mean, basically spend the rest of your life giving it away, frankly. That's what you'd have to do. That kind of money, it would be... I would actually probably, you know, I would travel. I'd travel, 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 travel. You'd just never see me again because I'd be traveling. I would travel, but my husband does not like to go anywhere. He is a homebody. But he might if you did it. If, you if had, we could bring all of our cats. But yeah, but you got 300, 500 million. Bring your cats. But that's, they don't like that. They like to be home. Cats are not dogs. They don't like to get in the car and go for a ride. It's stressful on them. I don't know, Echo. And then have it's ever, stressful on my muffin. Have you ever been to uh, Japan? Have you ever been no, to Hawaii? No, li- I've been to Hawaii. Okay, have you ever been to Bermuda? No. Have you ever been to England? Seen, no, never seen been. Seen the Tower Bridge, Paris, France, I've the never Louvre, been off of the Berlin, states. Berlin. Besides Come Mexico. On, Italy. I've been Take to Mexico. To Venice. Venice Mexico, is for lovers. The TJ. Venice is for lovers. Take him to Venice. You'd have to go to Venice. Monaco. He's going to listen to this show and he's like, mm, meh. He has no desire to leave the United States, especially with all the world. He watches too much news. Well, Stanley, here's a, here it is, brother. I hope that her tickets wins and then you face this dilemma. That's what I hope for you. Wouldn't that you be crazy? Do, you could do whatever you want. Okay, we're going to make a pact right here. Let's do it. You ready for your pack? And we're going to put this out there. And this is going to be a binding contract. <laughs> binding contract. Okay, by, binding contract. If either contract. of us are the, are, the, are the winners, we're in solo one day. If either of us the winners, we give the other one five large, five million bucks. Right here, the two of us, we give the other person five million bucks. Deal? That's the whole thing. If I win the... Six seven hundred million, which is actually going to be four hundred, well, yeah. whatever it is, five hundred. Say it's five hundred million dollars. I'll give you a percent of it. Not five large, five million. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay, so it's yeah. the jackpot six seventy five. You're going to walk with about three twenty five. No, actually, it'd be more than that. No, just say just to be safe, three twenty five. Okay, three twenty five. Because when it was five, just to be safe, it would have been two fifty. We had a one million dollar jackpot winner here in Knox County, and he walked with just a little over four hundred thousand. Okay, that's fine. So this is still big enough to make this work, though. It is big enough, so we can do a percentage. We can do half. Okay, well, so a half million. Half, no, like half the jackpot. Whatever, I will give you a big old heaping half steaming chunk of money. Yeah, why not? I can give you half of the jackpot. Deal. I just sitting here thinking about it. we could do that after taxes. After taxes, yeah. I'm taking the whole lump at once. So however much they want to take out at the beginning, which will be more than half, a little bit more than half. And here's what we'll do, to be fair. Wait, and you have to give me half. I'll give you half. Okay. Half after taxes. Half after taxes. Now, um, we could do this by just saying that my ticket in my pocket and your ticket in your pocket are jointly owned. Right. I give you half the ticket. So that way, the, the tax, taxes work out better. We can roll to the lottery office. If I win, right, I'll, this I'll, we'll, we'll scoop you up on our way to St. Louis right, this to will be, cash it in. This we'll will be, be like, posted. Let's, I, let's roll. All right. This will be posted. So there's no getting around this. This is a contract. Okay. All right. Half and half. We own each other's 
you own half of my ticket. I own half of yours. You own half of mine. All right. And then when we when we do the foundation, because I'm 100 percent behind that. First we thing we're to, gonna do. We'll do it together. Foundation. First thing. The Echo and Ken Foundation. Foundation. The Ken and Echo Foundation. The Echo and Ken Foundation. Ken and Echo Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Call it the Mitchell and Menjes Foundation. The Mitchell and Menjes Foundation. The Eminem Foundation. Now we'd probably get sued over that. Mm-hmm. Or people think we were that rapper guy. <laughs> Mitch and Men. Oh, I got it. Mitchell. The Stanley, the Stanley and Jean Foundation. Yes. There. Mm-hmm. Boom. I nailed it. That's the one. The Stanley and Jean Foundation. Stanley and Jean Foundation. There we are. We got it. With our big lottery win. And we'll go someplace fun. If Stanley doesn't want to go, he can stay with the cats. (laughs) I know Jean. Jean will go. Jean will go. I know this one. She will go. We'll get a cat sitter. Yeah. We'll get a really good cat sitter. We'll, and we'll, we'll go someplace. We'll put him in the cream fun. of the crop. We'll put him in the we'll, cat we'll do the Echo luxury Ken, hotel. We'll do the Echo and Ken show from the banks of the Thames River in London. Cool. Or from uh, the, uh, from the uh, um, what's they, what do they call that place? The uh, Palacio of St. Mark in Venice. Or, no idea. Or we'll do it from... It's funny though. That would be so we could go around the world and do the show from all oh, these weird places, uh, and we can banter back and forth about all the weirdo stuff that we see. I want to go. Okay, now I want to go to places that are kind of offbeat. To me, it's like more weird. I'm go to Adak. Offbeat, like Anthony Bourdain, parts unknown. Offbeat. Adak, Alaska. Yeah. Which is at the end of the Aleutians. You can see Russia from there. Okay. I want to go to um, Navanu. Or was it Namanok? Namana? I would love to see Alaska. I want to go to Greenland. I don't want to go to Reykjavik or Keflavik in Greenland or Iceland. Okay. I mean, Iceland. I want to go to Iceland because it's beautiful. I don't remember the name of it, but I want to go see Anna's hometown. Anna. Maybe we could take her with us. Anna. Anna Harris. Where's she from? She's from, I don't remember the name. Cool. It's the one with the cathedral church with all the skeletons oh with the ooh, bones i know what you're it. talking about she's the ossuary, the, ossuary. Um, the one with the zillion it's all bones, it's all bones. yeah and then they're like beautiful ornate set up in different poses and there's different kind of sculptures bone sculptures and things in this in this church you know what i'm cathedral tempted? type of church i'm just sitting here looking at the time i'm tempted to just scrap the whole first part of the show cut a new opening and Save this because this is better than our first part. Okay. Okay. So you're kind of just going to miss out on some stuff because it wasn't really all that good anyway. Yeah, and we had some weird audio. We, we did. We, it was it, the quality wasn't very good. <laughs> and then we had to censor ourselves. And we did. Yeah, we censored ourselves a couple of times, and then we, we started talking about some out. stuff we really didn't want to talk about. Right. So we should just scrap it. I'm going to scrap it, and you're not going to hear the that. The beauty of, but ta- we're gonna, of tape yeah, of not beauty, living it. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go back and I'm going to cut a new opening for the show, and uh, we're going to wish you well. Happy and, New Year, everyone! It's our ha- first show, happy 2016. This is our, our second not New Year's Eve show. Or not New Year's show? It was the not New Year's show, but we that one was the special. Cool. So yeah, we're, we'll go back and cut a cut a new opening, and we'll call it good. All right. Very good. And until next week, same t- same bat time, same bat channel. Send us a message on Facebook, Send please. Us lots Tell of messages. us something, anything. Tell us you love us. Or not anything. Tell us you love us.
Tell right. us what you want us to talk about. Uh, tell, us, tell us howdy. Just tell us you heard it, okay? That's hello, good. world. Okay, now... Say hello back. Now, we have a little bit of business to take Please. care of. We have a little bit of business to take care of. We're going to, again, remind you that this is our opinions, echoes in mine. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do... We have no way, shape, or form... The views of the Edina Sentinel. Thank you very much. Or anybody else. Or anybody else. Whatsoever. Except for, you know, we, we've been sitting here enjoying our CNR water libation. At least I have been. And the at, best water at, there is. Tastiest. So if you mm-hmm. want to sponsor us, CNR, we will continue to mention that your water is excellent. If you because don't want excellent. If you don't want to sponsor us, we'll probably still... Even if you don't want to sponsor us, we're way down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we're, we're going to go We kind of give ourselves away. One time I asked for a raise. Mm-hmm. Was it... I did ask for a raise, but it was just like Mike's ruined me in the news business. So it was like, it wasn't really like, it was like, you don't really, it's not like you're going to lose me or anything. It's not like it's How'd it work? Like you don't actually have to give me a raise. Did it work? No. Because Mike is a very smart man. Right. <laughs> like, there's nothing, you know what I mean? Like, I'm never going anywhere. Well. I'm here forever. Here's something that y'all you're may not, not. You're never getting rid of me. Y'all may not realize that uh, small town newspapers don't make a whole no, heap of a lot of money. We don't. It's not something you're going to do. You're going to do it because you love it, not because you want to get rich. And I love my job. She loves her job. We'll never be rich. We'll never be rich doing it. Until we win our, unless we win this lottery. Which we won't. Which we won't. But. Or until we write the book that we haven't written yet, and then it becomes a million seller, and then our agent makes all the money. Right. So, anyway. Okay. <laughs> I think we're going to leave it at that. We're going to shut this down now. We're going to go re-cut re, re, re the intro. Re-cut re the intro and uh, go from there. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye.